Welcome to our podcast from the Sisters of St. Francis Foundation. The Foundation is the fundraising arm of the Sisters of St. Francis of Philadelphia. We've done a series of interviews concerning the Sisters' retirement. The Sisters' retirement will be the beneficiary of our upcoming inaugural event, Franciscan Night. I'm Sharon Tracy, here today with Sister Mary Catherine Doherty, Congregational Minister of the Sisters of St. Francis. Sister Kathy is also on the Foundation's Board of Directors. Thank you for speaking with me today, Sister Kathy. Thank you, Sharon. It's nice to be here today. Okay, question number one. 2016 marks the 160th year of the Sisters of St. Francis of Philadelphia. Today's world is very different from the early days of this congregation. Sisters can do work for other organizations and they receive a regular salary, perhaps even benefits such as a pension. Was that always the case? No, Sharon, it wasn't. In our early days, when we were predominantly working as teachers and in healthcare, our sisters received a stipend for their ministry. This money was given to the community by the parish or hospital to provide for the sisters' basic needs. The sisters lived simply, and their lives centered on their prayer, ministry, and communal life. As our world has changed, so have our lives. Many sisters who work in schools, parishes, or other diocesan agencies continue to receive a sister stipend, along with health and retirement benefits. Some sisters receive salaries comparable to other professionals in their respective fields. Our lives continue to be centered on prayer, ministry, and community living, but we are also engaged in many forms of outreach, social justice work, and advocacy efforts. Sisters attend meetings in the evenings and weekends, so our life is not as regulated as it once was. What has not changed is that all our income from ministry is placed in a general fund. No sisters receives a paycheck and keeps it for herself. Rather, her compensation is placed in a general fund for the needs of all of the sisters. We support one another. In this current time, what is the percentage of sisters who work for other organizations? Well, let's see. I would say that per- probably about 30% of our sisters continue ministering in education and in healthcare. So that would mean that maybe uh, 11% are involved in pastoral work and about 7% in social service organizations and 5% of our sisters are involved in retreat work. Were there or are there any sisters who worked for an outside organization and received nothing for their efforts? Many of our sisters, approximately 80 or more, are working in volunteer ministry. They are involved in schools as librarians, teachers, aides, and tutors. Other sisters volunteer at Anna's Place, a community center in Chester. Sisters help in parishes, visiting the sick and the elderly. These sisters are in their late 70s and 80s, and yet they are active and engaged in so many ways. They certainly are. In any case, going back to that previous question, it leaves approximately 60% of the sisters who no longer bring in a salary. Are they able to get any kind of income, such as Social Security? Yes. um, In 
1973, Social Security was opened to members of religious congregations by President Nixon. Because we have not received salaries, the congregation had to pay into Social Security at first. Then we began to receive small Social Security checks after that. It was around that time that we also became eligible for Medicare. How are the sisters who are not working, how are their expenses handled? All of our living expenses are handled the same way, whether a sister is working or not. As sisters, we profess the vow of poverty, which means that we do not personally own anything. Rather, we hold all things in common. All income goes directly to the congregation. In a local community where the sisters live, we meet each year to prepare a house budget, deciding together what we need. Once the budget is completed, it is sent to the Congregational Finance Office for approval. We do our best to live simply. In the larger communities like Our Lady of Angels, Assisi House, and St. Anne's, beyond the sisters' personal needs, there is an administrative budget as well. Okay, where do the funds come from to provide for the sisters' needs? We have a few sources of income, and they would include ministry income, social security, investment income, and we rely on the donations that come to the congregation through the foundation, including grants. The average age of the sisters of St. Francis is 77 closer to 78 if I'm not mistaken. That means a major portion of the congregation is well beyond what is typically thought of as a retirement age. Since the congregation is top heavy, with sisters no longer bringing in a salary, has leadership taken any steps to cut down or curb expenses? Yes, that is an ongoing project. We're always looking for ways to decrease our expenses. First, the sisters are aware of the financial needs of the congregation and they have done a wonderful job in containing their expenses in the local houses. When people retire from positions here at Our Lady of Angels, a Sissy House, or out at St. Anne's in the West, rather than hiring replacements at this point, we try to cover the needed work by other employees. We are bringing some departments together in a Sissy House and Our Lady of Angels. For example, rather than having two separate groundskeeping departments, there is now one. The same is true for those who manage the plant operations. Also, we sold buildings and property that were underutilized, and we are continuing to study the use of all of our properties. We have also contracted with Mercy Life, a PACE program, to provide for the medical needs of our sisters in a sissy house. It is a Medicare, Medicaid program whose aim is to keep seniors active in their homes as long as possible. As a larger organization, Mercy Life's purchase of medications and medical supplies provides savings for the congregation. These are just a few of the ways that we are trying to cut costs. Okay, let's get into a slightly different part of this. A number of years ago, financial counsel was given to the congregation to start a religious charitable trust. What is the purpose of the charitable trust? The Religious Charitable Trust is a separate trust that was established in 1990 to provide for the special needs of the elderly, infirm, or disabled members of the congregation. The trust provides funds to pay for retirement costs incurred by the congregation.
When a sister no longer works and brings in a salary, do her living expenses come out of the charitable trust? Well, if the sister is 75 years of age, uh, the RCT supplements her living expenses. Okay. When discussions come up in general with uh, people about religious congregations and their retirement, it is often said that most religious orders retirement fund is underfunded, and I put that in quotes. What exactly does underfunded mean? The cost of health care for the elderly today is high, and it continues to grow each year at incredible rates. When you take the number of sisters who are retired and factor in the cost of health care, it becomes very challenging to keep the retirement fund at the appropriate level where it can provide for the health care cost. To be underfunded, means that there are not enough funds to cover retirement expenses. So congregational monies budgeted for areas other than retirement need to be used for retirement. How does that apply to the Sisters of St. Francis? I would say at this point we are appropriately funded, but it is a challenge that becomes greater each year. For example, unexpected expenses arise, such as a needed boiler or roof that needs immediate attention then we need to draw funds from the religious charitable trust that was meant for the sister retirement needs. We are so blessed by our donors who are so generous to us and often contribute to these retirement needs. For example, in April, we will be holding our inaugural Franciscan night to benefit our retirement fund. Thank you so much, Sister Kathy, for your insights and comments. Franciscan Night will be held on Saturday, April 16, 2016 at Our Lady of Angels Convent, 609 South Convent Road in Aston, Pennsylvania. If you would like to attend or would like to support the Sisters' Retirement, please go to our website, www.osfphila.org, and click on the invitation to the event at the bottom of the home page. It will also provide further details and directions. Thanks for joining us for this informative interview. Please check back next week for the next interview in this series. I'm Sharon Tracy for the Sisters of St. Francis Foundation, wishing you peace and all good. <laughs>